Hello everybody. Um, no intro music here. This is Judith Yates and this is a, a different podcast than I usually do. I'm hoping to get through it. I'm just feeling very numb right now, but this is something that I need to say. Some time ago, I wrote for an online magazine writing true crime and for extra cash, I wrote local music pieces. At the same time, uh, singer-songwriter and humanitarian Lisa Presley was touring with her second album. Little did I know how this would all come together. Today is January 12th, 2023, and Lisa Presley died today. I loved both her first albums, Now What and Lights Out. Mostly, I loved her songwriting, the lyrics that were never canned, that you could really feel them, like the dedication to her mother in the song Raven, where you could actually see the young Priscilla when Lisa sings, and as the raven flies, she feels unwelcome. She's fallen out of her tree and caught on a limb with silver lining. The album Now What defined a relationship that I was tangled in at one point. Every sad song just defined that breakup in every way. You know how a song just, God, did it help me get through a very toxic time and a horrible, stupid relationship. When you go, I would sing that song with these tears just gushing. When you go, a feeling that chokes. When you go, a fever that soaks. When you go, you go away, oh, into the unknown. It's like Lisa just knew how you feel, and her voice, you could feel every agonizing pain in that sound. But despite the genius in lyrics and music, when she would release an album, all you heard about Lisa was that she was the daughter of rock and roll king Elvis Presley and his wife Priscilla Presley. As if we all didn't know. My God, the kid grew up on the cover of magazines and, and newspapers and video right before our eyes. And because I usually have to say something, that's the joy of being a writer, after her album number two, I wrote a piece about Lisa's music, beyond who her parents were, about the lyrics not being canned pop, and how Lisa does not give a damn about being on the charts because she loves to sing, and she has that inner message that just had to come out. Well, because of that article, I received an invitation to a BMI luncheon to meet Lisa and to interview her. And I'll admit, I was so nervous because in real life, she was gorgeous beyond reality. She was so beautiful, she didn't even look real. But when we were introduced, she says, oh my God, I have wanted to meet you. And of course, in my head, I'm going, Jesus. She says, you get it. You understand my work. Okay, she appreciated the article. And the next thing you know, we're chatting like old pals. Well, I interviewed her for another article that same, that same day. And I look at her and I said, you know, you are an open book. And I tell her at this point, I said, you do not have a good poker face. You're very easy to read. And she says, I know, and I hate it. 
I wish I didn't trust people so much, but I do. And right there, I saw a sweet girl. And despite all that she had, she was just this sheltered little girl who was also very tough, but her feelings were right there. She's a vulnerable girl. Even when she said things like, fuck that and old shit, she was just this vulnerable girl. And I just loved her immediately. Fast forward to this concert at Exit Inn in Nashville. The album Storm and Grace had just been released. It was a fantastic sounding album. It had a new sound to it. I still quote Storm of Nails when life becomes overwhelming. There's a line in Storm of Nails, and on my forehead does it say, unleash all hounds of hell this way. Bite until she's lame, lame, lame. We hung out backstage before the concert, and she was the same beauty inside and out talking about how much she loved her kids. Lisa adored her kids. She was so proud of her children. So this is a lot harder than I thought. Um, the concert, it's nice to have the concert on video. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. The song is Over Me. And the camera goes across the, the crowd a couple of times, and it luckily misses me and my friend Ash because... <laughs> We are uh, over in the corner getting slightly intoxicated on a local brew that is uh, named after a dog. But anyway, we had a very good time and the song was great. And I tell you, my girl Lisa can play the drums. I never knew she had that talent, but uh, she could play those drums. Uh, I was able to visit when Lisa sang at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Um, Elvis, way back in the day, performed at the Grand Ole Opry, and they told him, okay, thank you, but uh, go back to driving a truck. Oh, okay. But nonetheless, Lisa got the chance to sing at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. When she came off stage, I was staying there to greet her and tell her what a great job she did, and she looks at me, rolls her eyes, grimaced, and said, I sucked. No, you did not suck. And that's another thing that I liked about her. She was very humble, but, you know, she was always trying to get the best out of herself and uh, yet didn't realize sometimes just how good and how talented she was. Just kept pushing and pushing herself. The next time we met, I introduced her to my partner. We were at Fanfare in Nashville, and they just fell into this discussion about same-sex marriage. Lisa never discriminated. She she liked everyone. She didn't care where you were from or what color you were or how you identified. She was just this intelligent girl, very open-minded, well-read. Uh, they talked politics. She was just that smart. And again, that's another thing I loved about her is you could talk about anything. My first book had been released and I had told her about it and what I was working on. And I gave her a copy. And she was so excited for me. And she was so happy. And that was another thing. Is she cared about people and their dreams. And it seems Priscilla was a true crime fan. Because I told her I'd also send Priscilla a copy. And she was so happy about that. I am not telling you this story. Or not telling you about these things to brag. 
I'm sharing these good times because I want you to know what a what a beautiful soul we lost today. Too many people worry about her money or lack thereof or what's going on with her as far as finances. Tongues are wagging about her wealth or her net worth. Let me tell you, Lisa did a lot for people. She was very, very charitable. Among other charities connected to Graceland Elvis Presley Enterprises Incorporated, there's the Elvis Presley Charitable Foundation, EPCF, and that was overseen by Lisa. There's an organization that was called Presley Place. It provided homeless families up to one year of rent-free housing, child daycare, career finance counseling, family management, all these tools to help people break the cycle of poverty. She had assisted Oprah Winfrey with Angel Network. Lisa became very involved in the relief efforts after Hurricane Katrina just devastated New Orleans and the surrounding areas. She loaded up trucks with food and clothing and then off to Mississippi she goes and she was personally handing out items. Now, she never asked for news coverage. She never asked for any accolades. She didn't have a news truck following her and everybody say, oh, look what a great girl she is. She just grabbed stuff and went. She thought, well, you know, I'll just get a few things and go. She backed up a truck and left. After her only son, Ben, took his own life, she spoke out for families of suicide victims. I got to meet him very, very briefly backstage at the Opry. Handsome, handsome sweetheart. He had this aura about him that was very gentle and fragile and just an all-around good guy. So... One thing that I did appreciate also, um, having been around um, folks with addiction, she was unafraid to speak of her addictions. She was very open and honest about it. And I feel like she did that so she could help other people. I am not perfect, she would tell others. And she had this unabashed honesty and she never pretended to be perfect. And she would tell others, I'm not perfect. My dad wasn't perfect. You know, he, he wasn't on a pedestal. Neither am I. She's just so openly honest about things. Those were just a few of her charitable acts. And in 2011, Lisa was officially honored by the governor of Tennessee. And they were proclaiming a day of recognition for her charitable efforts. And she certainly deserved that. But regardless of her accolades and charitable work, now that she's gone, she is still being defined by tragedies and not her triumphs as she should be. Of course, we're still reminded who her parents are. Now, Lisa was proud of where she came from. I'm just a son of a bitch no matter what you say. She sings in the song SOB and she's quoting a favored, friendly saying in the South. Oh, y'all son of a bitch. Still, Let's remember the woman for what she did. She sang beautifully. She wrote these amazing lyrics that just reached into your heart and shook your spine. And she did so many things for others without asking or expecting any recognition. Let's just praise her for who she was. She was a mommy who just adored her children. 
She was a woman who would admit she was not perfect, shared her downfalls openly, and she had so many accomplishments of her own. I was hoping to see Lisa again the next time she was in town, maybe, or nearby. She didn't look like she felt very well at the latest Elvis birthday party celebration this year. And at the 2023 Golden Globes, she didn't look well at all. She had such dark circles around her eyes and she was so pasty looking. And I thought, I, I wonder what's going on. Then earlier today, I heard she was rushed to the hospital. My phone was just blowing up with text messages. And I'm thinking, she'll be fine. She is a tough girl. She's a little bitty tiny, but she's a tough girl. And I'm telling people, I'll call in the morning, see if I can get an update, get an address. I'll send flowers, maybe a card. And then, we lost an angel, folks. We lost a talented good-hearted angel who had so much to give and her heart just gave up. And I wonder when visiting Graceland this year if her daddy, she loved her daddy so much, if he didn't whisper, it's time. It's time, Buttonhead. If all the sadness and the strain from the last few years just didn't test and then it just broke her oversized heart. And right now, I'm just numb. I look over the pictures I took over the times we met. And I put on my headphones. And I turn up the volume to the song, Now What? And I listen to the sadness in her voice. And she sings. And damn it, if I didn't try to do everything that I was supposed to. And now, what do I do now? I don't know, because I'm still leaving. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. I love you, baby. I'm Judith Yates, and this is Best True Crime Podcast. Be safe out there.